Oh, hey. Uh, sorry, I was just using my uh, my weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer from Manscaped. Speaking of Manscaped, support for the Awkward Tapes is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code awkward at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So Manscaped recently has sent all of us uh, <clears throat> for the free performance performance package 4.0. Um, and it's got a lot in here. and It does. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we got the, uh, let's see here. We have the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which helps reduce nicks. I mean, you know, when you're shaving down there, it's a very, str- can, it can be a very stressful time. Dude, you know? it helps, man. I yeah. love this thing. Yeah, it helps reduce nicks. It helps it not be as stressful. It makes shaving more fun, honestly. That thing's a, a cool little thing. Plus, it we has, got the crop reviver here. Yeah, we got the crop reviver. We have the uh, we have the crop preserver ball deodorant, which smells fantastic. Fantastic. It's got obviously the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer that uh, I was I was using in the beginning. Forgot, you know, we were doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> it comes with performance boxer briefs. Um, Presley, you have those. Oh yeah, and yes. those are anti chafing too, which is nice. Mm. Definitely helps. And it comes with a nice travel bag. Which yeah. Evan has to hold all your goodies. I love that travel bag. Yeah, it's really nice. Very nice quality. It's yeah. a lot better than what I thought. It, it it's very nice. Yeah, very. Yeah. Uh, it's got a nice feel to it. It does. It's like leather. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. That's how that works. But yeah. um, yeah. This this uh, I really like this this weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. <laughs> this thing clears you out. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think I mentioned in the last podcast. Like I didn't realize how much my nose hair was clogging my breathing. And how much it was affecting that. When I finally got up in there and got rid of all that hair, I breathe so much better now. Yeah. Yeah, but Manscaped has a lot to offer, and we we really, really like their stuff. And we think yeah. you will, too. So, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code awkward at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code awkward. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So, welcome to the Awkward Tapes and prepare yourself for a session of awkwardness. All right, now that Shmev is done whacking his weeds, let's get right into Presley thoughts. Oh, great intro. Number one, Fruit Loops are all the same flavor. That's I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it actually is factually Are you true. sure? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't matter what you think. They're all the same flavor. If I blindfolded you, you couldn't tell the difference. They get you with the colors. Placebo effect. It's kind of like lemonade. Whoa. Wait, what about Fruity Pebbles? Is that the same thing? I assume so. I Probably. bet. That's like my favorite cereal. Man. Oh, they're both good. Yeah. Which I haven't, I haven't had them in years, but I used to... I haven't... I don't eat cereal as much as I used to, honestly. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I did. Yeah, I couldn't do it anymore in the mornings. I started doing it as like a dessert, like like right after dinner. Yeah. Let and me Nick- tell you, you, you want a, you want a little, little story of cereal? Oh, no. Sure. <laughs> you might have heard this before. Maybe. So when I was younger, I used to love Bran Flakes for whatever reason. <laughs> that was like my go-to. You were an like, huh? I know. I was like in elementary school, I used to eat the crap out of Bran Flakes. 
Well, we were going on a on a trip one time, me and my me and my family. And before we left, I was in like elementary school, and I had three bowls of bran flakes before we left. Ooh. Oh, and all right, I. I had to go, <laughs> and we had to pull over. And I think my dad no. like ran ran with me to the bathroom. I made it. And I was fine, but oh, that, that's what did it was all those all those brand flakes. Yeah, man. yeah. Anyways, Fruit Loops they're, they're all the same. You ever thought about flavor. mixing them? Because I'm just now I've thinking about that. that. That might not be bad. You could do that. I've done yeah. it. When you start to run out of one cereal, I would combine it with another. Oh, it was you know, another funky. thing is, too, that I thought about, and you let us know what you think in the comments. I think it'd be fun to do, like, a snack segment. You know what I mean? Like, us try different foods. That would be cool, but you got to think, like, the people that aren't watching, that'd be kind of weird. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. I mean, much. I find, that would, I find that'd those be, interesting. That'd be ASMR. That's <laughs> not an ASMR channel. No. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair we enough. could be. Nope. Oh. Nope. Not right, doing number, that. Number two. Oh. Number two. <laughs> That was so weird. <laughs> Welcome to oh, the awkward chance. Yeah. If you didn't Number already know. Two. Oh, okay, we're done. Let's go. All right, all right, we're done. Writing a diary is considered sane and respectable, but talking to yourself out loud is considered bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really okay, know what all to say funny. about that. Have you guys ever kept like a diary or a journal or something? No, no actually, not really. I think I tried once. Sometimes long when time I get ago. like emotionally distraught, I'll start jotting down my thoughts so that I can, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm what? Laugh. Are y'all making fun of my mental health? I am. No, I just no. started laughing. I don't know. <laughs> what is so sorry. funny about that? You slowly just, looked at me and just started <laughs> laughing. I don't what? know. What? No, no. What is so funny about that? Right? You said it so serious. It's the way you said it. Uh, whenever I'm emotionally distraught, I, so you get emotionally distraught. Oh, yeah, I do. He's a human. I'm sorry. Press is making fun of you. All right, so men- Presley doesn't care about mental health. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I was right. gonna say, I, I don't, I don't keep a diary, but I love to go out in public and just talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you walk into an elevator, you face yep. the wrong way. Just like September fifth. I really need to do chores today. <laughs> Could you imagine Whoa. how terrifying that'd be <laughs> to get into an elevator with someone and they just state the date and time and then start talking to themselves and then narrating to oh, other people October, around them? October twelfth, two thousand twenty-two. Riding in an elevator with a weird looking dude. <laughs> I wish he would save it. I wish he would save I think his, his feet yeah. smell, but I can't pinpoint where this is coming from. <laughs> oh my gosh. He keeps looking at me. I don't yeah, know what to do. I may have to resort okay, to my moving karate attacks. What shot? I karate chopped him. <laughs> he is attacking me. I am in the hospital. All right, we're done. All right, Speaking sorry. of, the voice in your head doesn't breathe. You know why? It's not a human being, because it's in your head. Yeah, because it's not living. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next uh, one. No, no, hold, hold on. I, I do have a thought from that. Yeah. You know how you have the voice in your head? Yeah. Who is the voice in your head? Usually your voice, like out, what you not sound like out loud. Not necessarily. No. Study, no, study. Sure. There's, I, there have been studies done about this, and a lot of times, like, the voice in your head is not actually the voice of your, in your head. Oh, that's really interesting because I'd be interested to know how scientists get in my head and hear the voice that I'm. It's using. not like that. It, it's, it's not like that. It's just oh, like that you like you just sit down, you really think about something, and then you just try to like hear what it sounds like in your head. A lot of times, it doesn't sound like their own self. Why is that? Interesting? I don't know. Huh. 
I had I had a I had a friend in high school. We were talking about this before, and he's he's like for some reason the voice in our head in my head is our Spanish teacher. I don't know how to get it. (laughs) I don't know. That is weird. That doesn't even fundamentally make sense. It's not like he grew up hearing that voice. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe. maybe. Mm -hmm. Number four. That was crisp. If you don't smoke pot because you're afraid it'll make you paranoid, you're experiencing the side effect without even smoking. Oh! That's good. I I like that. Uh, That's funny. Oh, man. You would apply really well to this. <laughs> You're paranoid right now just about thinking about it. I can't yeah. even imagine being on drugs. We uh, talked about oh it. Like, no. The different effects of what it'd be like if we all did different drugs. I can't imagine what Layton would be like if he did I... acid. Episode 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Layton would think he's literally the Flash incarnate. <laughs> I am zooming. <laughs> he's like crawling. Zach, I got a question. Uh oh. Oh no. Why aren't blueberries blue? They they are. No, they're not. No, they're not. Blueberries are blue. No, you are. Aren't they purple? Yeah, you got a little purplish hue. A dark have, blue, Bubba. Would you feel any better if I told you that the inside of a blueberry was neither blue nor purple, and that it's kind of like a grape, and it's just kind of like clearish? No, no, it doesn't help. It's a blueberry, and it's blue. No. That's my stance. So, I'm hmm. I'm curious. People need to start uh, a debate or something. Just, are blueberries blue? That, that's our, are blueberries blue? They're not blue. We did. Wait. No, oh. they are blue. Oh, they oh. are blue. They're oh, blue. The truth they are revealed. Blue. Oh, my God. Got him. <laughs> Got, Got him. him. You big dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, never mind. No need to comment anymore. I'm joking. Still comment. Just Zach is wrong. Number six. 100 years ago, everyone owned a horse, and only the rich owned cars. Today, everyone owns owns cars, but only the rich own horses. That is so true. Wow. True. Unless you're in Texas. Uh, I feel like, especially with gas prices right now. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) Get me a horse. (laughs) Yeah, true. I'm going to start taking a horse everywhere. Yeah. I'm going to get that rich and just, I'm not, I'm not going to own a car. I'm going to have a stallion. Going to get rid of Maggie? Yeah. Maggie is the name of his car. Yeah. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's no, ugly, but. It's not. You know. Well, she, it's, it's beautiful it's, in it's, spirit. It's sentimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I should be proud or surprised that there was no horsepower jokes there. I, I was really expecting oh, that. Oh. Missed opportunity. Oh. Well, Maybe next time. It, well, you know what I say to that? What? Number seven. <laughs> if a spoon was made of gold, would it still be called silver silverware? Ah, I get it. Uh, I understand because... Okay, explain that. Silverware is silver. Yes. All right, number eight. <laughs> Goldware. Um, Goldware. Goldware. Yeah. What is that saying? It's like fed with a golden spoon. Is that literally the saying? I've never heard that saying. Never heard it. Silver spoon. I'd love to be silver spoon. Okay, silverware. I'd I'd love to be fed by a golden spoon, though. Get on mine. (laughs) What? I would like to be hand fed. That'd be fun. You know. All right. I would like to feed myself. Greek paintings, like people getting fed with grapes. That sounds relaxing. Yeah. And that's. I mean, not by us, but you can find someone on the street. Or you know, blueberries, blue. Berries. Uh, purple berries. Number eight. <laughs> the, 
The hospital where you were born in is the only building you left without entering. Oh my Actually, gosh. well, no. it depends on how you. Yes, think of that. I mean, yes, that's a fun thought, but Evan, I'll just let you. I was just going to say this doesn't apply to me because I wasn't born in a hospital. You weren't? Never I was a home birth. <gasps> nice. No way. How was that? He didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> well, I mean, I came into the world. It wasn't, not specifically the home huh. birth uh, part, but that? just the birth for my mom in general. It wasn't great for her. It took her uh, over 50 hours for me. <gasps> Are, Are you, you mom, thank serious? You. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't great. I'm, I'm a bit of a miracle baby in terms of uh, both being born and my mom even being able to get pregnant and such. Just, I'm, I'm a bit of a miracle baby all around. See, you're just, you're just a walking, talking miracle. So special. And... Fifty hours. No, let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, all I, I can't. Have. I can't imagine that either. Like women, I, good. Thank you. <laughs> like moms out there. I, I, Ec- yeah. Extra shout out to the waffle lady. Thank yeah, you. thank you, waffle lady. We love you. Good job, Presley. Thanks. That was well, actually eight instead of seven. Yeah. So. I have a little surprise, guys. Okay. Got a Zach thought for today. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. Today's Zach thought. A long debated. <laughs> Topic for Evan and I. Why are you staring at me? And Presley, you're going to agree with me. Hey, I got my arm around you. It's okay. I guess. All right, I got you. I got you. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. Yawning <laughs> is contagious, and I cannot be convinced otherwise. Agreed? I absolutely yeah. agree. Yep. See? Yes. See? It is contagious, Evan. <laughs> I, this is my personal attack for the day. <laughs> I just. You just yawned. <laughs> yeah. There it is. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. It's your turn. I'm not. Come no, on. you're not. Come on. You're going to do it. You want to. See, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know if it's like, you know, like proven officially, but. I think it's like a sympathy thing or something like that. They they did some like study with psychopaths, I think, and they don't feel emotional. <laughs> actually dead serious. You're not helping my argument here. <laughs> I am because like if you're like a normal sane person, then you're like I don't know. It's like a sympathy thing. Like that someone's yawning, they're so, tired, so you. So it's a sympathetic I yawn. I what? guess I'm not Presley, being. Si- I'm, everyone's yawning now except I for me. Know. What is wrong? I don't. I don't <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing is, is that I acknowledge for most people it's considered like contagious or whatever. Like mm. how Zach and Presley just keep yawning back and forth because you know they don't have enough air. But for me, I've never once had it to where someone yawns around me, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to yawn now. Like, no, no, that's not a thing. Not for me. Not pe- People don't consciously you're do just, it all the time. Does that mean you're not sane? Are you I a psychopath? So. Is oh that what you're telling us? Someone could have told me that, and they could be completely wrong. But I heard it somewhere. So, if, yeah. if it means, I'll be a psychopath if I have to. Look, <laughs> I'm not doing this out of sympathy. I'm just yawning because it's like 11 at night. At the that, time of this recording, yeah, we we normally don't record this late at night. Oh, yeah, it was half long. There it is. Half, halfway doesn't anyway. count. Well, thanks for the surprise thought. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, Presley, you said oh, I, it's not on purpose. I promise. I was already tired. I I'm half sorry. believe you. You know what? We interrupted Shmev. We hurt his feelings. We should apologize, Shmev. You. <laughs> I did nothing. How many times has this happened to me? I don't know. It's it's been a good uh, at least you love it. Yeah, about eight to ten times. Mm-hmm. Okay, Schmev. So Presley, <laughs> you said recently you've been having a lot of dreams about Spider Man. I have, right? Yeah. Well, like 
Dreams in general are cool. Well, but like, okay, how do these dreams go when you have Spider-Man dreams? Like, okay, so in the dream, for out of context, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, actually. But I have dreams where first person, I am Spider-Man. And I will be able to have all the full abilities, swing around, I'll be in a city. And it's awesome. You have the super strength and everything. I mean, it's mostly just swinging around. That's what's most fun about it. There might be some people to beat up, but that's like, you know how you have like certain images of certain scenes from your dreams? Yeah. You don't remember that's, it all, but you remember like key points. I remember oh, yeah. certain parts of it. Like I can kind of picture some of those times. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Like, okay. What do you think those mean though? I have no idea. you know, idea. a lot, okay, not all the time, but a lot of times there's meaning behind your dreams. Mm-hmm. So like. You you ever see those memes where like people say there's meaning behind your dreams? If you dream about this, and you're, it's like my you're depressed. Dream. And yeah, and this is my dream. It's yeah. like freaking Godzilla, SpongeBob terrorizing <laughs> New York City. Uh, I'll never forget this. The one of the weirdest dreams I've ever had is Godzilla, SpongeBob. No, <laughs> is that Slenderman was my oh. uncle. Oh. What? Yeah, I was like thir- oh, I was like thirteen or something, and so. I was like at the end of our driveway and at the end of our driveway there's this tree line tall trees and stuff yeah. I was like getting mail or something I don't know I was about to walk back to her house I look up at this tree and there's Slender Man he's just like looking at me and I run back to the house I'm in my room I hear a knock on the door and it's Slender Man <laughs> and I'm like going crazy I'm like yelling or whatever and he starts talking he's like Evan I'm your uncle <laughs> What a turn of events. I'm like, oh, really? What does that like, mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it means anything. What does it mean? No, it had, I don't know. I think you can overanalyze it if you want to. Probably had too much sugar and had a weird dream or something that yeah. night. You it's, chow down on some extra toasted Cheez-Its and called it a night. Sugar and Cheez-Its? <laughs> Is your uncle tall and thin? He's tall, He, but he's not like thin, but he's not like that. It's just I have a, a few uncles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now you, well, oh, now which you uncle is I mean, oh, you don't, I don't have know. to say his It was name, literally but... Slenderman. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't you don't even know which uncle. No. It, okay. it was literally Slenderman, like eight feet or whatever and just slim. Well, yeah, I gotta say, I don't think I've ever had a dream uh, like that, but I, on, on a sadder note, I, I used to have reoccurring dreams. Oh, me too. For sure. Like, I remember the, the worst one I ever had was one where my brother and I were on this bus. And for whatever reason, it was a reoccurring dream when I was a kid. And we were on this bus, and we were looking around. I want to say it was, like, Washington, D.C. or something. And as a kid, I never saw Washington, D.C., but in my dream, I was like, oh, this is what it looks like. And so I was, like, on this tour bus with him, and the bus flips over out of nowhere, gets in a wreck, and my brother's dead. Well, okay. Yeah. Wow. And I used to wake up in the middle of the night and go, and I'm like, Trey, I love you. And he'd be like, get out of my room. Uh, I love you, bro. It's all your fault. Slayton, do you have many dreams? (laughs) Hold on, we got a burp. Oh, do it. You're good. That wasn't a burp. I did it internally. So dreams. (laughs) I did an internal burp. So dreams. I have a couple of dreams. Um, the most like common dream that I have is where I'm getting chased. Mm. Y'all have these? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's always like something different each time. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like it, it could be just like a person I've never seen before in my entire life. 
and I just started getting chased by him. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty terrifying. But I always try to like do some like parkour moves on them. Like I'd, parkour, parkour, I'd, like, parkour. Jump over something or I'll hide under a table. But they just know that I'm under yeah. the table, and they just keep. It's the worst. I, I hate those dreams. Yeah. The, you ever have the dreams where you're like something will happen and you'll just jolt away awake yeah. in bed yes. it's like you've been levitating or something you just like when, what what happened another dream that i've had pretty frequently actually is like i'm like running away kind of in that scenario i'm running away from something but it's like i can't run fast enough yeah and i don't mm. i mean maybe there's a meaning behind that i don't know whatever like you're not good enough or you're not yeah maybe you know. you're trying to to do something, something you and can't. Ju- you just can't yeah. quite do it. That's what it feels like because I'm running as fast as I can, and the harder I try, the slower I am. Mm. And I'm oh. like, ooh, that's deep. Oh. Until the points where I like can't even move, and I'm trying so hard. You know, I've had dreams before where I can't like breathe very well and i'll wake up and i'll be like face down in my pillow and i'll be like oh that's <laughs> that's why but i just spent literally like the past 10 to 15 minutes struggling to breathe in this dream i just thought of a dream that i had it was the strangest dream ever so okay picture this okay you see a toilet i'm gonna close my oh eyes my okay. Okay. i'm gonna close Whoa. my eyes this was actually insane okay and so you know like those uh I guess like at Disneyland or something, like all those slip and slides and tunnels mm-hmm. that you go through. It was that inside of the toilet. So you would <laughs> jump in and well, inside was this just party. <laughs> and it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And you're sliding through and you're just having a good time. <laughs> and then, then I couldn't breathe like what you said. Yeah. And I could see the toilet, and so I'm like looking up <laughs> and I'm like swimming and I'm swimming. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm dead. And then I'm like, I choose to live. (laughs) And I got out of there and I'm like, ah, I'm alive. That's a new addition to Splash Mountain. That that dream also, it kind of seems like you're trying to get something. Yeah. You're just not quite there. Yeah. Yep. Well, have y'all had a dream where like you fall? Yes, I was about to bring that up. Where you fall and then right when you hit the ground, you wake up. Yep. I had this one. I have a lot of those. I can can still picture it uh, in the first house um, that I grew up in. It was this these going down the stairs. um, It's a pretty like long way down, a lot of stairs. But I remember in this dream, for whatever reason, I don't know why I did this. I came out of my room, I started going down the stairs, and for whatever reason, I just grabbed the rail, jumped over it, and then just fell into this black pit of a, a just darkness. Yeah. And then I, that's when I jolted awake. Mm-hmm. I have one. Mm-hmm. I have one. I remember this so vividly. I was around 10 years old. It was right before we moved houses. And I had a dream that my brother and I were up and getting ready for school to get on the bus, and he didn't want to walk down the stairs. And so he had like two textbooks in his hand and stood over the rail of our house, which like we had one of those houses, like when you walked in, you could see the upstairs and to your left was a staircase that went up. So like you could see upstairs. I had a dream. He stood on this, both of his textbook. He said, meet you down there and twirled <laughs> down this down to the bottom oh, like a no. ballerina <laughs> two, with, with two textbooks in his hand. And I was like, how did you do that? Are you sure he's not magic? You know, I know. And so I woke up the next morning and I was like, man, 
that was that was a crazy dream, but it felt so real. And I was like, did it did, did it happen? Did, so yeah. I literally went up to Trey and I was like, dude, did, and this is how I phrased it. Did you twirl <laughs> down the stairs like a ballerina? <laughs> this morning he's like yeah, yeah I can imagine <laughs> I remember he had this white flip phone and he looked over at me and then looked back at his phone did not answer me at all he was so uninterested but I don't know why I, it's been a while since I've thought about that we have a lot of dreams about Trey well I looked up to him a lot when I was younger not so much any, I'm just kidding wow. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say um, the reason, and then I had a dream I wanted to bring up, but the reason, so like when you're falling and then you wake up immediately when you hit the ground, it's because your brain can't comprehend the idea of death and what death is like. So right when you hit the ground and you die, you mm-hmm. don't see the rest of your dream, so you wake up. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Interesting. Yeah. But one of my earliest dreams that I had, I, there's a lot of dreams that, I remember now from my childhood for some reason. But one of my earliest dreams was when I was younger, I was in my bed and I went to sleep and I woke up and I was like staring. I had like this Blue's Clues thing on my door. Oh, cool. And so I was like, I woke up and I was just like looking at the Blue's Clues thing on my door and I was just sitting there. Well, then it's almost like my eyelids like opened again. And then I, I was sitting and laying in the exact same position, looking at my Blue's Clues thing in my door. It was almost like I was dreaming, just like some just extremely normal thing. And that's what it was, was just me laying in bed. Weird. Yeah. Do you ever have those dreams where you're asleep and you're, and you're dreaming and you know that you're dreaming? Lu- those are lucid dreams, right? Uh, yes. Is that I what that's so. called? Wait. Or is that something I else? So. I thought lucid dreams was like when you can do whatever you want inside your dreams. Yeah, like you can purposefully when make yourself, when you fall asleep, go right into a dream where well, you're conscious well, you're dreaming. Really oh, okay. Lucid only- dreams are when you know that you're dreaming while you're asleep. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I've had that happen quite yeah. a bit, actually. I've had that happen too, actually. Um, and it's kind of weird because like, you sit there and you're like... I have no ability to change anything about what's going on. And then before you're able to like even finish the thought, it's just over. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I have been able to change it, but then other times I've just not. Like, I'm, you <laughs> just, know, just, just not. Like, I, I either have all the control over the dream at that point or none at all. And, but I know I'm still dreaming, but it's still frustrating. Have you ever had a dream to where, like, so like what you said with Spider-Man, you're like in first person or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever had... Seeing yourself or something else happen, like zoomed out, like camera, like yeah, like third yep. person, yeah, almost third like you're person. seeing a movie. But yeah. then it's like normal, and yeah, you don't question it's normal. it. Normal, and like you see yourself. Isn't that not weird? I don't know what they're doing with their hand motions. I was telling yeah. the angle is mic down because like you can get good signal. <laughs> oh well, I had a dream one time. Speaking of like, like, di- like dying in your dreams or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a dream. This is when I went to first school college. I went to. And I was like walking downtown and I had passed this corner and there was a guy just standing there with a gun pointed at me Mm. and he shot me and I I like laid on the ground and I was like just sitting there and then it just went black and then I woke up and I woke up and when I, when I was in my dream, my hand was like on my chest where I was shot. Mm. I woke up and my hand was in that exact same Uh, spot. Oh, it was weird. Weird. Yeah. 
I remember. Oh, oh, go. Oh, okay, this will be quick. I remember one time I had a dream that I was falling, like we had talked about earlier, and well, I had a bunk bed, and it turns out I woke up and I was falling. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I fell out of my bed. I cried so hard. I was probably like, I don't know, six, like eighteen. Yeah, about eighteen. <laughs> it was actually this morning. Yeah, I've had a bunk bed for quite some time now. You know, you don't now. He was making a joke. He was pressure. joking. Yeah. Oh. Well, all right. This, I'm sorry. It's late. The it's craziest okay. one I've it. ever had, and you you remember this. Oh, I might yeah. have talked about this on the podcast before. I can't remember, but I think it's you okay. have. It's okay. So, I had this dream, same dream, three nights in a row. And so the first night we're at this camp, and someone was like, "All right, we're gonna split everyone into into groups. We're gonna look for this thing." And so like. He would like put like me and Presley and Layton in one dream, or not one dream, in one group. <laughs> okay. And then right before we went out to, to see this thing or find this thing, the guy would always, he would look at me and he'd go, Evan, you have to find it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I didn't know. <laughs> well, like the next night, it was the same exact dream, but it was two different people. Not after that, same exact dream, two different people. And it started to scare me a little bit. It was just weird. It was always, every time, like, everyone was looking right at me. Huh. And they were like, Evan, you have to find this. It says here on Gurgle, it says, reoccurring dreams that are dreams that repeat more than once. No, duh. They often have themes such as confrontations, being chased, or falling. Uh, you can have neutral reoccurring dreams or reoccurring nightmares. You can have reoccurring nightmares, but it may be due to an underlying mental health condition, <laughs> substance use, or certain medication. Well, I'm not taking Adderall anymore. <laughs> well, come, well, come to find out, that's that's when I was struggling with the idea of should I transfer schools or not ah, when I had that dream. Ah. And so I ended up uh, going to the school I wanted to transfer to. But it was almost like that, I don't know, but like that thought was on my mind all the time. It's like... Should I do this? Should mm-hmm. I do it? I don't know, I, but I ended up doing it. But you found it. I found it. Yeah, you found yeah. it. You found it. Uh, Schmidt. Hey, you have to. Have to. Have to. Have to. H a v e t. You have to. Uh, I won't touch your hair. Yeah. Have yeah. find this. Just say yeah. it. Yeah. Find this. But anyways, dreams uh, are crazy, and they have they can have some I, uh, I, some I, dark I, meaning behind them. Does anyone have another one? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Well, dang it. I, I maybe shouldn't share this thing because this one's a little sad. Um, but I don't want to end on that note. Well, we're so, going to go to a different segment. Okay. This. It'll be, be right. fine. Um, by the way, that Spider-Man dream, that, that still happens like pretty frequently. That's cool. I know you said that it happened to you like when you were younger. Mm-hmm. No, it I still have that. I've had it happen with Iron Man, <laughs> Batman, yeah. Spider-Man. It's wow. pretty cool. Um, but one of the more recent dreams I had that just like really freaked me out it was one of them i didn't realize was a dream uh i don't remember the entirety of it but i can still picture some of it um i don't know where it came from but there was this van and i knew it had some explosive in it some massive bomb i've told you about this yeah Yeah. some massive bomb or something that was going to go off but i couldn't get anyone to believe me that there that it was in the van like family members, friends, everything for so, for whatever reason, all decided to go on vacation because we were all on the beach, and I remember driving it 
to the beach. Actually, they were away from the beach. Then I drove it to the beach to get it away, and then suddenly there everyone was. I was like, well, that didn't really do anything. So I drove it into the ocean. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. And then I got away. I started running away, trying yeah. to tell people. And again, no one would listen. So I kept running and running and running, thinking I'd try and get away. Well, I hear it go, uh, go off behind me, and I hear this big boom and explosion. I think this is real. I did not know this was a dream. I turn around. I see like this giant, like you see in the movie, some yeah, yeah, something like that. Except it was like this red wave Mm. that was coming towards me, and I remember it like pushed me back up in the air, and I was falling like like this, and then I I I thought I was dead. I thought, all right, this is it. That this is the this is how I go Mm. on the beach. When was this? This was probably like. Six, seven months ago. Was was there something that you were trying to like tell people or warn about? Not that I know of. No. Or something you were trying to tell yourself and you wouldn't do? Oh. Listen, Presley, deep. we've been anno- avoiding this for a long time. Me and you need to announce. <laughs> what you, I was like, where are you going with yeah, this? No one ever knows where Zach is going with this stuff. No. No, that's fair. But I mean, that, it, it went black and then I woke up. But it was black for a good period of time because I thought I died. Right. And I've had those too. And a lot of times when I wake up from those, I can't remember them. Mm. But the amount of times I've woken up from a dream and I feel so relieved it wasn't real. Yeah. That's actually happened quite a bit recently, but I can't remember any of them. See, that's happened to me more recently, but with social situations. Mm. Like I have this fear of being late to work or unprepared in general. Yeah, I have fears of like showing late or... Or you can't seem to get caught up, or something like that, and then you wake up and you're like, "Yep, oh thank goodness that yeah. wasn't real." That has yeah. happened to me before. Where I've like dreamed of being late somewhere where I can't be late to, yeah. And then I wake up to my alarm. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, thank, yeah. thank mm-hmm. goodness." Yeah, but dreams are dreams are crazy, and it's it's fun to think about like the backstory, not the backstory, but like the meaning to them and whatnot. Yeah. Well, some of them probably just don't have meaning, like we're saying. Some of them are just. Stupid. I don't know. Yeah, yeah just, oh, for sure. Have you have you heard the thing um, where you're you'll know if you're dreaming based on whether or not you can read? No, I, I saw that somewhere. Dreams, or yeah, something? supposedly. But I tried that out once when I knew I was dreaming in a lucid dream. I tried reading something and and I could. So interesting. Yeah, it wasn't like a complete oh. sentence, but it was just something. I think I remember like trying to read something in in one of my dreams, and it didn't make sense. Yeah, like I couldn't. Under- I don't know I don't why know. that is, but I don't remember. I've, well. I've heard that somewhere. I don't know. Dreams are weird. They are interesting. They are. Well, guys, we uh, we saw the Batman movie recently. Oh yeah. If you have oh, not, if gosh, you have not watched yes. the Batman movie and you don't want spoilers, um, well, we are sorry. We're about to talk about it, so this is your warning. But if you have not seen it yet, we all we, we like all approve it. of it and recommend it. We saw it twice. (laughs) We saw it. Yes, we saw it on a Friday or no Saturday and a Sunday night. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Saturday and a Sunday night. And uh, just initial initial thoughts. Six hours of Batman. (laughs) Well, three hours. Movie's three hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We saw it twice. Six hours. Exactly. Um. Okay. So I feel like the biggest thing that I would recommend people do if they if you haven't seen it yet. Do not go in with any expectations. I mean, this story has been told so many times now, and I feel like it's really easy to compare it to your favorite Batman, which what I can only assume will be the Arkham series. Um, That's a video game. 
You, he nice. means the Dark Knight. The Dark, the Dark Knight series. series. Sorry. <laughs> <Christian> <laughs> used yeah. to play that video game. My bad. Um, like, that was by far, in my opinion, the best Batman. So going into it, of course, I had, like, like presumptions. Is that mm-hmm. the right yeah. word? Yeah. Like, as far as what it I was going to be. had a movie be. to live up to. Yeah, of course. But the main thing... I realized after watching it the first time was that I had hyped it up in my head way too much because I love Batman. And um, after watching it the second time, I realized like the way that they played the Batman character was it was different. It was different. It was edgy. It was new, refreshing. I feel like that was the best movie. Like well, I just I have best, so but, I have yeah. so many thoughts. Well, it's absolutely the best they could have done. Um, yeah, because like you said, this story has been told so many times. But I liked how it wasn't an origin story. You're right. But yes. it's yes. not yes. like yes. Ben Affleck, who when you see him in that DC crap universe, <laughs> yeah. he's already been Batman for like a thousand years, and you see an old Batman. Mm-hmm. This is like year two, and yep. I think they referenced that yeah. two yep. or three different yes. times, yep. which was very cool to see. And this was the first time I saw this somewhere where like, you know, Batman itself is like this dark person, but then Bruce Wayne is like the other half of him and he's like this happy like person out out mm-hmm. in public whatever mm-hmm. and this was like the first bruce wayne where like he's bruce wayne is just as dark as batman is yep and what i think is there's going to be a prequel and yes. uh it's going to show why bruce wayne and batman are so messed up or if they do it right maybe a, a sequel but with a lot of flashbacks yeah something that i saw was like in all the other ones like Obviously, Bruce Wayne's more put together. He has that Bruce Wayne persona of being rich. He parties. He's got all these ladies around him. Mm-hmm. And then when he turns to Batman, he's like dark or whatever. Yep. And with this one, obviously, you can even see it in his face when he shows up. Spoiler. To a funeral. Um, and I guess he's got a lot on his mind. He's like looking at people. People are saying different things about the guy who, you know, there's all these lies and they're corrupt or whatever. But you can just see and look at him. He walks the same. He acts the same. Mm-hmm. He has that same dull look on his yeah. face. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of shows you, like, he's in the early stages of, like, figuring this thing out. Yep. Not only just with his persona or whatever of Bruce Wayne, um, but just, like, even the Batcave. It's like it's not totally put together. Mm-hmm. It's not super high tech. The The Batmobile, it's not the most fancy or whatever. It kind of shows you it's a work in progress, and he's going to... Like, it gives him room to grow, and hopefully in the next couple of movies, you'll see him grow. If there are more. Oh, they're better. Yeah. They they left it off to where it absolutely should. Yes. And develop his character as Bruce Wayne, Mm -hmm. because that kind of makes it less obvious of who he is. Yeah. They can do that. Another thing is, too, and I forgot his name. Who was it that played it? It was uh, the guy who played Robert Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Okay, so, like... when I first saw him play that role in the movie, it seemed like they had really, just to be quite frank, wussified Batman. And and the reason I say that is because they played his character more emotionally distraught and not understanding like his morals yet and still trying to develop that because it was so early for him. And so I think that's rare to see that from Batman because we've always seen him, at least in the movie series, whatever whichever one you watched. Um, as like he had already found his way even during the origin story you knew where it was going and you knew what he was thinking and how he's going to get there whereas this one you didn't know what he was thinking mm-hmm. why he was thinking it like he just 
he brought a certain edginess to the role yeah. that I was not expecting, and I really liked it. It was different. They did it very yeah. well. Another thing, like what you're saying, like with the development and still figuring out who and what he needs to be or whatever, is like in the be- the beginning, like he beats a bunch of people up. They're like, who are you or whatever? And he's like, I'm Vengeance. I'm vengeance. <laughs> and later on, you have the Riddler, his gang of people or whatever. He beats the mess out of this guy. <laughs> yeah. They take off the mask, and he's like, like, on vengeance. It's like they're kind of like going after the same people, mm. the corruption in the city and all that stuff. So then towards the end, as he's kind of like doing a voiceover, he kind of realizes like he needs to be more than just vengeance. Like the city needs like a symbol. They need like hope mm-hmm. to rebuild the city. Like that's kind of cool yeah. because they, they're saying like, he's doing this. He's a vengeance. This other person who's like the bad guy He's vengeance too, so it's kind of like, what's the difference? Yeah, it's just something to think about. Yeah, yeah, I like too, like because you know, talking about it's year two and he's still new. I really like when they added when he was about to jump off the building. Oh yeah, he was about to just take off. He sat there and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He looked just like Mm -hmm. scared to jump Uh off. Yeah, took him a second. He did that little thing and he flew off. Uh. Well, then it looks like oh, he's gonna be fine. And then bam, he hits that yeah. that uh, bridge or whatever it was. <laughs> that was great writing. I mean, I right. don't think I could have thought of that if I was on that writing writer's then, team. Yeah, and then we're watching you know that <clears throat> video the other day, and it's showing that like on the street, there's a point where you can see Riddler looking out the window, literally taking pictures of yeah. people, and you you would not have known that. Um, but like that's right where Batman like hit the the bridge and fell when he flies off the building, and yeah. so it's like Riddler might have seen that whole thing take place because it was right there where he lived. It's yeah. really cool, like the little things they put in. But yeah, really good writing. Very good. Evan, do you have an opinion? I'm, I know you have an opinion, but I kind of want to oh, hear yeah. it because we've done a lot of talking. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kind of letting you guys go. Uh, I liked the movie. Uh, I'm definitely the one of the group who liked it the least. Uh, oh. Yeah, I would say definitely so, because the first time we watched it, I honestly wasn't a big fan. Uh, I just wasn't a fan overall. The second time we watched it, I liked it a lot more, but the more I thought about it, there were just more things that kind of upset me, uh, to where, as a standalone, I'm not sure how I feel about it. It could be really good if they add, like, a prequel or if they add just more movies on top of it. Yeah. But just as it sits now, like... The Penguin, played by Colin Farrell. One, d- the makeup was amazing. Wow. You could not tell that was Colin Farrell really? at all. Like, you could not tell. Yeah. But the whole thing with Colin Farrell and him being the Penguin, there was no reason for the Penguin to be in the movie. Uh, first, Just as a general rule in movies, I don't like it when they're three hours. I think that no movie should be three hours. <laughs> and to me, taking out the Penguin would have been a really good way to cut back that time. But I see how, like, in a... In a in a sequel, how Penguin could then turn to, like, the next villain, it could work just as a standalone. I don't know why he was in this movie. Like, he yeah. didn't serve any purpose. Mm. I think and, maybe to that point of Batman and everyone else is still new, maybe Penguin is still new, too. Because I think in the comics, too, he did kind of start off as just, like, he wasn't this main guy. He helped... Uh, What's the guy's Falcone. name? Falcone. Falcone. He was out. the right hand man. Right hand man, and then he became his own big person. So I think while it's showing the build up of Batman and the Riddler and whoever else, it showed a little bit of build up for Penguin too. Which will but hopefully, hopefully that'll lead to a less lengthy sequel mm-hmm. because we will have already had 
that backstory. Yeah. Hopefully, but just the whole thing was like I feel like the whole reason why they added the penguin was just that way they could like, oh, we need a club or something to show like how the cops and the whole system is corrupt. Oh, we'll be the penguins club. Oh, we need a cool chase scene. Oh, we'll chase the penguin. It didn't but in just like I, I did yeah. not like the pen Colin Farrell did a great job. I'm not knocking Colin Farrell. Just, I, oh, I don't yeah. understand why the penguin was in this movie. And the fact that it was three hours long, just yeah. they didn't need him. I have more stuff, but just that's the main thing to where I'm like, I don't understand why they did so much with the penguin in this movie. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it has the penguin. The whole movie focuses on like the Riddler and Catwoman and Batman and stuff. I'm like, but mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah. what purpose the penguin served other than just to maybe set up for a potential sequel. I can totally see that. Like that's what I thought at first too. Honestly, that was, yeah. that was my thought process. Like. When you think about it objectively, like you're saying, like he didn't need to be in the movie. He didn't. He wasn't necessarily a key character. I would agree that they gave him some scenes in the movie. For instance, when he was giving up that information, um, well, information, quote unquote, he yeah. helped them solve yeah. that riddle to yeah. show them how bad of detectives they were, which <laughs> I'll get into later. But like, yeah, he didn't have to be there. But the main thing I took away from this movie and what I'd mentioned before is that this is a story that's been told so many times. And the way that you make it different is that you set it up in a way that no one else has ever seen. And I like the way that they did it with setting up for future prequels and sequels because it adds to it adds to like a different flavor of DC that or sorry, not DC, Batman that I've personally never seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, just this was want. more go ahead. No, 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 you go. Well, I was just just real quick like this was more of like a detective, like who done it type, type yeah. movie. Than I liked superhero. that part. Yeah, yeah, me too. yeah. That was that, a, that like was you're different. Saying, yeah, completely different take on Batman. We've never seen that before. We've never seen it, but in the comics, like that's kind of kind of his role, right? Yeah, and it's kind of odd that he's never had that role in any of these movies mm-hmm. with none of the Batmans. Like he's trying to solve these crimes. That's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I like the detail of realism they brought to it, as if. Uh, some real guy was trying to do this Mm -hmm. like his suit the way it's built is very tactical very realistic the way he built his batmobile to basically be like a souped up muscle car oh yeah with like a jet engine in (laughs) the back of it i freaking loved that car chase scene i i do want to say like i did like the movie overall the main reason why i'm bringing up the negatives is just because one almost like a devil's advocate thing and two just there's already enough positives going around. Yeah, that's you, fair. You need to that's knock fair. it down a little. Yeah, I need to knock it down a little. <laughs> and bit. let's talk about it because I think it bothered you and I the most. Oh yeah, the car scene. I mean, let's talk about this. That man oh, no. started up that jet-sounding engine yeah. that he hand-built. That you could see. They showed you in the garage. He hand-built. He starts that thing up later in the movie, and you're just ready. You're like, oh, it's about to it's go an down. Amazing setup. Amazing. Phenomenal setup. Perfect. Build up. I mean, you're just absolutely ready for this thing to take off and try to run over Penguin. And all of a sudden, vroom, vroom, skirt, nothing happens. He moved like six inches. <laughs> what was that about? No one acknowledged that. No one's been well, talking about okay. it. Like, there's no reason for it. I think it was kind of like a. Like one of I agree with that. I'm about Come to freak you. Oh, oh, after you. It was yeah. like that. It had all the power and yeah. it's like, whoo. Okay, okay, listen, you know what? You saying that, I could see that. But the the cinematography that they used to (laughs) convey that, god awful. God (laughs) awful. Because me and him, we we all watched it twice and we still didn't understand it. I don't know why they. I'm glad you picked that up. No, I was going to say. 
besides that, <laughs> it was a beautifully looking movie. Beautifully done. Yeah. The way that, that all the, the scenes, like the way the movie even ended. Wow. It was it was very artistic. Like when they're all walking out of the water. Yeah, yeah. Masterpiece. I thought yeah, nice. something little that I liked is when Batman first was shown in the movie, that was one of the like coolest like entrances of Batman in a movie I think yeah. we've seen. Because yeah. at the yeah. beginning it was like, you know, he, he was talking about how like oh, yeah. he uses uh like the light in the sky for to fear. just for fear yeah. mm-hmm. and so they look into the mm-hmm. shadows and he's not really there yeah. it's just a fear tactic but, and so it shows it once nothing happens and the the criminal like you know he gets caught shows it again same thing happens he's like looking for batman in the shadows not there well that finally the third time you can like you can just hear the coming down the yeah. tunnel yeah. and it just yeah. slowly gets louder and like Boom, there he is. Yeah. And then he just beats the mess out <laughs> yeah. of this guy. Which really sets the tone right. for the whole movie because the iconic line is, I'm Batman. But no, this one's like, I'm vengeance. Yeah. Said, I'm here to mess you up. I mean, I'm yeah. fairly confident he said, I'm vengeance, or the word vengeance appears a lot more in the movie than Batman. Yeah, yeah. He gets called. called Batman. Okay, yeah. here's something that I want to mention. Um, I saw this as like a criticism, but maybe there's a, something to it or whatever. Like, throughout the movie, obviously he said he was vengeance. Mm. That's the only time he said that. But, like, everyone's calling him vengeance. Penguin calls him vengeance. Uh, maybe Catwoman. I don't know. A bunch of other people start calling him that. So, I don't know if that's, like, word kind of got around about the guy mm. and that he said that. Because, like, was that, like, the Joker? That, that, like, it could that group? be what happened prior. Uh, huh. Maybe he went too out. far. This is what I've been saying. And he, it, like, it messed him up how far he right. almost went. Yeah. And this people is, were kind of saying, like, oh, well, they didn't explain why people are just calling him vengeance. But I don't know. Yeah, this well, is what I'm saying is I think there was stuff that happened right before this movie that messed Batman and Bruce Wayne up. And yeah. I think it was the Joker. Because oh. we see at the very end... He's talking to Joker, yeah, and Joker's talking about you know a comeback story Riddler's with the Riddler, talking yeah, yeah, Whoa. and the Joker he messes people up, yeah, and so I think he do, he not only messed Batman up, he messed Bruce Wayne up bad because Harley. he's only in year two. Harley Quinn is a fine example. He messed up Harley Quinn. That yeah. was his therapist. Yep. How does he do that? Yeah. And to only be in the first couple years and to be conf- be confronted with Joker. Mm. that'll take a toll on you that's really early another thing with this movie i feel like the directors and the writers coming into this knew that the way that this had to be framework was a necessary evil to set up a legendary franchise i feel like this is the framework or the foundation for possibly something amazing to come Mm. forth if they do it right if they do it right because like what you had talked about what could have possibly happened before with joker we don't know anything about that but there's obviously something there they got so many small key details right too just thinking about like for instance the uh what do you call it the bat the bat signal i mean that was a piece of carved out shrapnel that he threw over a stage light or a searchlight Mm -hmm. and whereas in the um uh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight It movies. was all just like perfectly laid exactly. out. And, yeah. and it was really to show, and I know we watched that video explaining this, but it was really to show that like he's in the early, early stages. But all that to say, like, I am all for this, man. Guys, yeah. if you do this right, it's, yeah. it's, you're, oh, it's going to be legendary. I also liked how they showed that it was in the early stages because 
usually he's depicted as the world's greatest detective. But you see him make several mistakes mm-hmm. throughout this entire movie oh, to where yeah. it shows that him and Jim Gordon really aren't the greatest detectives yet. I mean, they, terrible. They wouldn't have caught the Riddler if he wouldn't have given himself up. He gave yeah. himself yeah. up. They would not have caught right. the Riddler at nope. all. But I mean, I mean yeah. they were yeah. trying, which adds like goes back to my point about realism. Like if somebody were actually to try and do this, but you still see him compete. Like when the guy had the phone strapped to him That's and the bomb on him, he Batman is still witty enough to solve his riddles, mm-hmm. but not the entire picture. Did mm-hmm. y'all like? Did y'all guess any of those? No, like, no. It, I kind of. I couldn't get him. And Batman, like it kind of showed, like he's got some got some talent, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. But obviously, yeah. like you said, he's not perfect. Which he's is comic perfect. accurate. Yeah. By the way, it's it's he, yeah. he's always been able to figure out his riddles. Another thing, and I know I just mentioned this, but I'm gonna bring it up again. Uh, setting up the whole prequel thing possibility. Um, all I gotta say is, if y'all don't set up a prequel, y'all did something wrong already. Um, but yeah. that being said, I hated the Alfred and Bruce Wayne relationship. Hated it. I disagree, but I want to hear your point first. I have some thoughts on that. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, he Bruce Wayne treated Alfred like he was a like a just butt. terrible, yeah, like just the worst guy ever. Like Evan, I feel like you would agree. Yeah, no. When it comes to that, like I don't like how he treated him, but I kind of like I don't know how I feel about the whole Batman Bruce Wayne Alfred thing because Robert Pattinson played. I mean, this was already brought up earlier, but Robert Pattinson played Batman and Bruce Wayne like the exact same person yep. character. He yeah. didn't even pretend to be someone else, which is just very different. Well, I think, and I I think, think it was on purpose. No, I, yeah. I get that it was on purpose. Yeah. I'm not saying... I mean, that's not against Robert Pat- Pattinson. That's just... Like, I don't know yet how I feel about mm-hmm. that. Again, that's where a future movie is mm-hmm. where I'll look back and be like, oh, that was so well played or that was great. Or I'll look at the next movie and be like, why the heck did he act like that? Because it's just very different. And it's the yeah. same way with how he reacts to Alfred. Just, I don't know how. I, it's very different. And I give him credit for trying something new. Just, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, my thought on that, that whole dynamic, I didn't like it either. I've always seen, viewed them as very tight knit. Like yeah. he's like his a father, figure. yeah, like father a, figure, yeah. his guy yeah. in the chair. But I think he actually played a stronger father figure in this movie than in previous movies, because I got like a really just moody teenager vibes when he was just Bruce <laughs> yeah. Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like not wearing fitting clothes. He's awkward. He he doesn't want to go out in public. He's all moody, and he honestly treats yeah well (laughs) he treats alfred like like a a 14 year old teenager would treat his father yeah and he he didn't have a lot of respect for him and and with like the cufflinks and all that and he's handed it to him and he's like you need you yeah you need to wear these he's like are you a wing too just like so much angst he's like yeah well your father gave those to me but towards the end of the movie, as it goes on, and he finds out more about his dad and his story and, like, the role and the real burden that Alfred took on when his parents passed, I think at that point he gained the respect. And that's the beginning of a, the strong relationship that we will go to see. This whole movie is just a big, giant hook yep. to pull you into this universe they're building. Right. right. I, I would think so, too. But they didn't confirm that in the movie. What are you doing? Oh, it's gonna, they're going to do another one. I'm sure but, they didn't confirm it in the first Marvel Universe movie either. Yeah. No. Well, they the almost Iron did. Man one. Look, what, yeah. what I was going to say, like, I thought that this was really cool, That like, the relationship. I actually found it really interesting because, 
like in the Batcave, he says something like, you're not my father or whatever. And Alfred says something like, oh, I'm well aware or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like that's know. come up. <laughs> like, because it shows like he brings this up all the time. Mm-hmm. So it shows like, obviously it hurts Alfred because he feels like he can't be the father he needs. And he's also trying to be his father and protect what his father was and all that stuff. But towards the end, like you said, you kind of see like the relationship kind of grow, especially in the hospital mm-hmm. when he almost died. Yeah, it like, changes. It, that yeah, it changes. And his then Bruce actually realizes, oh man, I almost yeah. lost Alfred, the one guy that was mm-hmm. there for me when everything went away. And he learned more about Alfred and his father. Yeah, and that, so yeah. That, which he really gained a lot of respect for him at that yeah. point. Yeah. So like that's I what like I was saying. Thing. I think that's when the dynamic shifts. Yeah, something I'm really excited about too. It doesn't have to do with this movie, but the Flashpoint movie, I'm so excited for that because... I don't know what they're going to do with it, though. I don't, but Michael Keaton's Batman is coming back after... How long has it been? Like 30 years? Like yeah. 30 years. It's not more like 40. I'm, pr- I'm, pre- I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it, it is confirmed. Oh, it is that confirmed. It is? It, look, I'll, I'll just look up well, the facts. Tom, Tom Brady it. also retired. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who well, don't know, he, They've talked about Brady. it so many times. They've talked about... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do you guys know the original Flashpoint story? Not no. even a little well, bit. Well, basically, it was kind of meant as a reset for DC Comics when their stories were kind of getting bland and they had like a million origin stories, but they wanted to merge it together. So they did this Flashpoint thing where Barry went back in time. Oh, yeah, confirmed. Well, that's Gurgle. Who knows where they're getting that source from? It's all over the place. So yeah, oh, well, it might as well be confirmed. But anyway, Barry goes back in time to save his mom, but then he messes up the whole future when he comes back. Mm-hmm. But he can't ever get it back to that right point. So in messing that point up, when he goes back to unsave his mom, he creates the Flashpoint Paradox. And I'm not telling that story perfectly well, but that's basically what happens. So it reset the whole DC Comics universe to what was called the New 52. Oh. And that's kind of what I hope they're going to try and fix with their movie. Because the DCEU is just a huge they, mess at this point. They have a way out. They have and a way out, be it. but even in the comics when they did it, they messed it up. And since that point, they've done another revamp. So I'm hoping that they've learned. They probably haven't because movies always deviate. Even Marvel's guilty of this. But I hope that they're going to take this opportunity to reset what they have, take the characters that are still willing to play the role, mm-hmm. and go from there. Yeah. I mean isn't okay this batman movie who was it made by i was it warner brothers was it i don't know i I thought it was warner brothers because sure i mean the joker movie yeah it was the same as a joker movie oh uh phoenix yeah joaquin phoenix i I can't remember who was yeah he's the he was the joker um yeah but i'm just wondering if it's ever possible for you know like the Joker and this Batman and the Flash and whatever to be all in the same universe because we would we would never thought it was going to happen with Spider Man, and it did. And it did. Spoiler, but and I mean, did. yeah. And Michael Keaton coming back. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, I mean, you can watch the trailer and like at the very end of the Flashpoint trailer. Yeah, there's the Batman's head is seen. It, that's Michael Keaton's Batman. I forgot about that. It it looks if it's not Michael Keaton's Batman, they made just like a like a. <laughs> A doppelganger of it. I, yeah. It looks exactly like it. It's just the back of his head, but... but. It says Warner Bros. 
Warner Bros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, with this Flashpoint movie, I think they're taking more of a multiverse approach rather than a time travel timeline fix approach. Yeah. So maybe he travels back or travels over to Michael Keaton's universe or something. I've seen apparently in Flashpoint, Ben Affleck might be in it too. Yeah, I've seen mm. reports of that. Honestly, by the time the Flashpoint movie comes out and everything's said and done, I don't know if Ben Affleck's going to want to play this character. I don't want him to play Batman. I don't okay. think anyone wants him to play Batman. Nobody does. He, I think he's overhated, to be to be honest. I think he played an okay part. I don't think he was written very well, yeah. but I don't think I, I have nothing against the actor playing it. Mm-hmm. I, I never think saw those any of movies for Batman. Like, Batman versus uh, Superman. Superman. The Awful. extended director's cut helped it make a lot more sense. Yes, that was yeah, that's true. That was that's the been the big problem is too much studio overhead with that whole DCEU and obviously that first Justice League movie was terrible, which is why they wanted the original ver- vision of it from uh, Snyder. So hmm. yeah, I think if they can just get rid of the overhead and be able to tell the story and put the main focus on that, like they did with this Batman movie. They can't really because it's uh, separate studios, I believe. But but hopefully they'll pay attention. Made. Yeah, yeah. I just realized that we kind of moved past something with the the Batman movie. Um, the soundtrack. How amazing Ooh, was that, that was soundtrack? So good, so good. Like I've, you, like your thing. Like we've been just playing that song, the, mm-hmm. the main theme on repeat. Something in the way by Nirvana. It's funny how it kind of yeah. lines up with things that are happening right. in the movie. And yeah, no, it was amazing. Not only that, I feel like not. I, it's really hard to do a soundtrack for a movie after Hans Zimmer already did it. And, uh, if y'all didn't know, uh, the Christian Bale Batman movies, uh, the soundtracks were done by Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah, and he's a legendary, legendary uh, composer. Composer, yeah. thank you. Couldn't think of the word, but um, I mean, he's done Batman. He's done. Uh, some of the you know, a, a lot of big titles, just like a lot of stuff. Yeah, and but a, a couple other details with the movie is what's the song that Riddler sing or like is singing at the Ave end? Maria. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 He, the Riddler song is like that that song, but like done in a minor in, a, in like a minor a minor key, yeah, a minor a sadder key. key. And also the same guy that did like the uh, what's this, the Star Wars uh, uh, theme theme no no not the star wars theme the uh the character in it i don't want darth vader darth vader he helped make the batman like song in this movie and if you Ah, listen it sounds like very similar interesting yeah so it (laughs) yeah something like you can listen back to it in the start of the songs they they sound very very similar kind of like when they're walking Mm -hmm. um through and then Oh, that scene! That scene where like the guns are going off and Batman's fighting. Oh my goodness! Oh, that yeah. was a great. That was so oh, wow. cool. But there's a scene very similar to that where Darth Vader is fighting with you yeah. know a lightsaber. Oh it's yeah, dark yeah. And, yeah. They call it the hallway scene, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. That I loved really how cool. they did that. So also, was, um, oh, man. As far as our viewers go, let us know what you think of the movie because we. I know I would love to hear your thoughts. I know everyone's yes. got mixed <laughs> opinions. So <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing this movie again <laughs> i honestly kind of want to see it again which, set, which really it, is as much hate as it might get from some the <laughs> fact that i want to see it again says something well exactly so, so far it's gotten really good reviews yeah which, and yeah. It, rotten tomatoes give it a 96 that's rotten wow. tomatoes they don't give good reviews they don't like anybody no <laughs> yeah 
That's um, amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, but just from like, you know, the world population, at least like from what I've seen on okay. social media and stuff, people are loving it. Yes, so. Okay. I just had one more question regarding mm-hmm. the whole movie to where maybe I missed it and I am misunderstanding, but the more and more I thought about this, some to where I'm like, I don't know why he did it. So the Riddler and his plan, like, it all made sense to me. It all seemed like well written, well executed. I don't understand why he flooded the city. That's one thing that mm. to this point I'm still like I get for I get like why the movie did it. I understand why the movie did it. I don't understand why the Riddler did it, if that makes sense. Just chaos. Me. I think no, I don't think it was chaos. I think the reason he did it was like so there's all these people, there's all this corruption. He's trying to, I think, reset the city. Flush it away, start it over, oh. which is kind of what Batman's trying to do, like save the city. Mm-hmm. But the Riddler goes about it at a different approach, and that's what's interesting with the whole vengeance thing. Like what separates them? Well, one different Riddler, points of views, right? And Riddler is obviously a, a psychopath, but it's also like his method is to destroy the city. Um, Batman's way is to like save it or whatever. His his is a more destruct a more destructive approach yeah. to the cleansing of the city yeah. in a Moses style approach. <laughs> you mean yeah. like literally, literally like a biblical flooded. approach Noah. to the do, flood? Do you mean Noah? What did I say? Moses. Moses. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Moses was the one that didn't get wet. Which is kind of, <laughs> but, which is kind of funny because at the end of the movie you see uh, penguin looking over the whole flooded city. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. No, again, penguin. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I got it from a movie's perspective, but just it didn't seem to me to line up exactly with the Riddler's plan because it had to do yeah. with almost like seeking revenge or his twisted version of justice by killing all the corrupt people so just all of a sudden causing a flood like i understand that then in the flood like they all went to that one stadium where the new mayor would get elected and then he tried to take out the new Mm. mayor. like i understand that and i get it from the movie perspective just i still don't fully understand why paul dano did why he flooded the city i don't like i understand it i but at the same time, it I doesn't really fit sense. his character. Yeah, it it didn't seem to Riddler. fit exactly. Yes, Zach. Okay, I have a theory, and I raised my hand because I was very emphatic, which is my word of the week yes. uh, about it. Okay. Um, I think it has to do with the fact that the Riddler had a misconception about Batman. The fact that he thought that him and Batman were going to rule the city together and that they were going to be friends. They both had the same plan, entirely different approaches. So that being said, when he flooded the city, he knew that after Falcone was going to die and, you know, they flooded all of the spot, the hot spots for all this criminal activity, that the Riddler and Batman were going to be the new order in the city. And so after he flooded everything, him and Batman were going to take control. Control, but that didn't work out the way he wanted to, so therefore the flood meant nothing in the end. Mm-hmm. And can we just okay. mention his acting was incredible? The Dude, Riddler? amazing! Yeah. When he lost his mind, it, it was like you were seeing like a teenager have a mental breakdown. You, yes. I, yes. I felt uncomfortable. It was yes. very awkward. You're like, no, no. Like, yeah. yes. In the saran wrap thing, what the crap, dude? You remember huh? in the movie what? when he he would cover his hair head in saran wrap, and that was why all the other guys at the end of the movie did the same thing. Huh? I'm not, I don't remember that. What? Are you, what? It was the whole hair follicle thing and not being caught. Because all the hair that falls falls out of your head. 
Oh. Yeah. Because remember, if you notice in like the Twitch quote unquote comments, it says, don't forget your saran wrap. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he meant the face mask. I'm, I think he yeah, meant sorry. like the literal hair. Oh, yeah. Okay. The fact, I, I, again, I keep bringing up like everyone's in this like starting thing and mm. they're just beginning. But a lot of people had criticisms on the Riddler suit as I love the suit. I don't I don't know. I didn't I, love it honestly. I don't say love it. I it's not I didn't hate it. But I mean the Riddler's gonna get out. I mean, come on. It's yeah. it's just gonna happen. This isn't the end of Riddler. And no. I hope we see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the Riddler will get out and he'll learn from his past mistakes and then I think his suit will change with that. Yeah, probably so, some a little more comic and, inspired. Right. Well oh, I was gonna say like not too comic expired because if you watch like the old Batman movies, the Jim Carrey Riddler was yeah. awful. Yeah, oh it's so gosh. cringy. Yeah. It's like cringe. That's Mickey. awful. So it's better than that. It's yes. not like right out of the comics, well, like weird. The whole reason why I'm saying that I love the costume is because just this whole Batman was different. Like between just Batman being different with Bruce Wayne and like the whole situation with Alfred and just the whole movie is a lot more gritty and as dark as a Batman can get. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got that from his suit. Yep. To where it was more, it was a Riddler suit if it was really like dark and gritty, and that's why I kind of liked the different approach to it. True. I mean, at least that's kind of my take. Because okay. again, overall, I do like the Batman movie a lot. Just uh, my only main complaint is the Penguin. Like the other stuff, it's just kind of mm. questions or preferences. The only thing, the only hill I'll die on is the Penguin one. Like I <laughs> d- he did not need to be yeah. in the movie the way he was. If he Maybe. was going to be in the movie, they should have changed it or done something different. Maybe. That's fair. Well, well, if you have not seen it and you're it listening to this, it. It, uh, well, I don't know why you're listening to this. We spoiled all of it, but we're glad, <laughs> we're glad you did. Uh, but you should absolutely go see it anyway. Yes, it, we, absolutely. We like it. And yeah, I'd go see it again right now, to be yeah, honest. Very well done. we'd find stuff again that we didn't notice the first two times. Yeah. If you have seen it, let us know what you think. Uh, comment on whatever. Uh, but go follow us on our socials. Uh, we are working on some merch, yes. right? So let us oh, let us are. let us know if you'd buy any merch or if you have any ideas of merch or whatever. But we really appreciate you guys watching and listening. And until next time, we um, I always forget this. I always <laughs> oh forget God. this part. <laughs> You're so. Think, close. Oh, here we go. I got it. Right. Ready? You want me to say? Yeah. It? I think so. <laughs> You forgot again, didn't you? No. Thank you for joining us for a session of awkwardness. Yeah. Stay awkward, folks.